0: You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at the thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.
1: We're going to talk about DraftKings real quick. This DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite book, but also America's top rated book. Put those hands on those hearts and say the national anthem. With DraftKings, of course. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It's easy to navigate. There's plenty of instructions for noobs like myself. Uh, limitless ways to get in on all the action. Uh, go ahead and parlay anything you can think of. Uh, my loved ones have been loving. A lot of love. The DraftKings Sportsbook. And I know you will, too. This is great. Off of DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside. I know this is a hockey podcast, but there are other sports. So the chance to turn $1 to $100 in site like credits. That's where I pick any basketball team still in contention and next season it could be the pistons yeah bring that cape cunningham throw down boom bet one (laughs) dollar and if that team wins you win 100 dollars in site credits
0: don't forget draftkings sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball hockey Uh and so much more all week long draftkings is safe secure and reliable so you can deposit and draw your funds at your convenience Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the one basketball team of your choice to win in their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or old in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Wager paid out. And strike credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. <laughs> Well, we're kind of doing live shows. I'll, we'll call this episode 59 for now. This uh, all might change later when Matt uh, downloads this and edits it and all that fun stuff. Uh, of Red Wings rant hosted by us, Brothers of Discussion. Brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network, where tirades and impassioned pleas about your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Anybody from Twitch joining us? We have our new Twitch channel. Thank you for coming along. Hopefully we've got some video games in the works. What? Our d- number two... Most viewed video on our YouTube channel, Matt playing NHL 21. So of course, what if I'm a if I'm a smart analytic mind? What do I need to do? I need to set up a Twitch channel. Play more video games. NHL Twitch. Woo! Today we're going to be talking about, uh, even though we promised. Uh, on the YouTube channel uh, to talk about building a winner through free agency. We're also going to touch on Alex Tungay being hired uh, by Steve Eisenman and uh, as, as an assistant coach and the reports coming in that Keith Petrozelli will not be signing with the Red Wings. Uh, sad, sad news. Mike,
1: Mike I did it. I have not looked at the numbers yet, but is the over under for goals allowed by uh, Montreal? Is it Five?
0: Um, and
1: would you take the over or the under?
0: I would take the under, especially since what we, feels have a, if we have a period uh, almost in the books here with no goals. Uh, so I'm going to go. Would you take Four the goals. Under. I'll still go with the under. I'm sniffing three to two, two to one. Should we do should we, real quick? We didn't. We haven't seen each other since the Stanley Cup finals uh, started. Um,
1: I would also do, take the
0: under. Do we want to? Do you want to do picks real quick? Picks? Uh, Yeah. The team that I just,
1: you know, snog them all the time would would easily be Tampa Bay. Uh, The way that, uh, you know, Kucherov gets, you know, point after point, after game after game. And uh, he tried to give one to Palat, and he was just like, yeah, he can have
0: one. I thought you were saying that Kucherov gets points after Braden Point, which is pretty much what happens. So Braden Point lights him up, (laughs) Kucherov lights him up. Yeah, Kucherov,
1: he gets so many, he's ready to just defer them, you know? (laughs) Uh, He's like that guy, you can't do it in Vegas anymore because now you just get that little receipt. Uh, But he used to get actual chips when things would go well for you. So he's just giving out chips left and right, and now he's got a. I don't know what the equivalent would be. Give out little receipts with uh, portions of credits on it. So
0: I, I want to see if I can find this right now because um, there was this great line from Igor Larionov who's thrown some shade uh, at the NHL, at Sidney Crosby. Here it is. Oh, I mean, it, uh, oh let me hear that. Yeah. It was, um, I've never seen... I've never seen anything like it is what this article is called by Joe Smith, uh, of the athletic. And it's basically Igor Larianov, um, (laughs) just, and obviously we, you know, respect him quite a bit as Red Wings fans. Uh, but him throwing shade is basically him going, I mean, we've seen like Sidney Crosby do some stuff, but this isn't that this is way better than that. And it's like, whoo, I mean, Igor's, you know, Igor's pumping his, his, his home country. Uh, you got to respect it. He's, uh, <laughs> he's playing the game, but, uh, yeah, I mean, again, if we want to take away the fact that he is kind of playing that game and, and tooting his own horn, uh, from, uh, from Russia, but, um, I mean, he is right. Everything you're saying is right. I mean, Kucherov really is just blowing it up. And I, I wish that this article actually came along with, um, that list of stats that uh, that we saw because now he's in, uh, as if we go back to like the last 20 seasons. Yeah, didn't he get, uh, is he's he in, in the- Gretzky
1: Lemieux territory now?
0: Yes, he is. Yep. Or yeah, Whew. you're right. Not 20 seasons, like 40 seasons. Yeah. I forget how, what year we're in. Time's really going by fast, man. Yeah, it's 2021.
1: Uh <laughs> 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 um, we
0: still 20 or are we getting closer to 40?
1: Right. I don't know what I like more that uh, the cooch is uh, just dominating. And uh, we don't have talk, you know, about uh, Lemieux anymore. We can just say cooch and say, I was there. I was there. You know, I saw one of the greats or the people who are still upset um, about the Tampa Bay management knowing how to exploit the rules of the salary cap. And then (laughs) the the higher-ups in the NHL just going, well, I mean, you all could. So, you know, no one's stopping the rest of you from doing it. So, yeah, just go ahead and bench one of your superstars for the whole year. Still get one of the top seeds and then advance in the playoffs. Nobody's stopping you from doing that. So
0: I I think they're in a mad scramble to try and fix it or do something to curb broken, it. Man. I, they're they're gonna try something. There's gonna be remember with How the All Star game when the Red Wings the Red Wings just wanted to skip the All Star game. And then they're like, all right, if you do that, you're suspended and fined for like a week. And the Red Wings were still like. Cool, no problem. We'll take a vacation. But <laughs> like, what I thought was funny with, is that that was the punishment. It was because the Red Wings were already trying to get time off. <laughs> so Gary Bettman said, "You know what? You're get you're you are you are you are you are not playing." And then Letstrom's like, "No, I I don't want to play. No, that's right. You're not going to play because I'm telling you you're not going to play." And just No, I really gonna put him in his all place, about dude, it, Gear Bear. Uh, man, we have some uh,
1: some Red Wing oriented topics for
0: today. We do, um, Mike. We've been talking the draft nonstop uh, for a few, almost all of June, a little bit of May, uh, but we finally have some news. We have a new coach coming in, new assistant bench not, boss, not head coach
1: guys, not head coach. Sorry, still got He's, the blast
0: uh, Right, <laughs> not <laughs> not replacing Blash, uh, but if anything, uh, right. we're enhan- enhancing Blash. I would say could replace him if you squinted, uh, because another bald yeah. man heading uh, behind the bench, uh, very bald, man, Alex Tungay, of course, <laughs> of course, from uh, Colorado Avalanche, and they're uh, just—I—I I, want to say—I was going to say in their heyday, but I mean you're you're missing the mid '90s there for Tungay, but still, you know, still some some bullshit mixed in there, you know, a little bit of Colorado Avalanche bullshit mixed in there. Um, if you know what I'm saying, uh, Mike, he's taken over, uh, for Biosma getting uh, the power play, and uh, as Celine St. James reported, also in charge of the forwards. So you take that, uh, to mean so, whatever you like. Um, uh, man, <laughs>
1: but, yeah. correct my uh, butchering of this pronunci- pronunciation, but Jeff Salashko, Sol- does that a ring a bell? Whoo. Um, I can't wait to find out. <laughs> that is the Detroit Red Wings goalie coach. Oh, okay. So we have a goalie coach, and now we have a forward coach. So, Jeff, you get the defenseman.
0: Woo! Well, I, we're, I'm we're saying, still looking I'm,
1: at am I'm, I'm, I'm getting on board with your, with your squinting statement that we might have a new coach.
0: No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the squinting statement is just because they're both bald. Um, I made the joke oh, on Twitter. Oh, bald joke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Tungay is is basically hitting his, his second job here. And uh, he had a pretty successful run with the Iowa Wild and uh, brought them to the fifth-ranked fifth, fifth ranked power play, I believe, in the, the last season. So Red Wings trying to find something to do with the power play. Bring in a new coaching mind. He's 41. Um, You know, one of the things he threw in there is is something that, uh, you know, Jeff is obviously a part of the hiring process. And he said over and over and over in, like, his postseason comments that he he himself, see, like, he sees himself as a new coach and that he's always learning. And uh, in the press conference today, what did Alex repeatedly say? I'm oh, always learning. I'm never, oh, <laughs> I'm never a finished product. <laughs> I'm always learning. Uh, and I, I think that speaks to what Jeff, like, sees in himself. So um, I can't say enough that I do not think he's here to replace Jeff in any way. Especially if they, they brought in Dan Bilesma and it never happened. Um, you know, Dan Bilesma from the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, in the 08 year. So yeah. if that... Uh, or you know what? No, that was 09, wasn't it? Because it was Michelle Tarion and then... Man, Jesus, the years... All right. Yeah, they go it's, by quick. Um, the years eat away my brain. Back to Alex Tungay. Um, yeah, I, I, again, that was uh, that was all about uh, my joke on Twitter uh, where Steve Eisenman, I, I said, sees himself in his coaching staff, um, and that only is because they have shiny bald heads. And, uh, you know, rim shot. <laughs> off of their bald
1: head? Is that what you mean? Yes.
0: Um, yes. There's shiny domes reflect Steve Eiserman's face. Uh, why Steve oh brought in Mr. Tungay. No, but uh, clearly we're, we're filling out a power play. Um, vacancy uh, for, for the coaching staff. Uh, this is, we're talking about like the worst power play. Uh, if you just want to talk looks, uh, of course we broke records for the drought and uh, in, in scoring a power play goal this past season. So something needed to change. And I think, I think this is this is the long and short of it. Um, is that Tungay was able to, even in his young coaching career, find success with uh, his AHL team. And then, uh, Mike, uh, I, I think it, it's worth noting, 244 power play points in his career. Nothing to sneeze at. That is goddamn good. And um, he said himself, you know, he wants to come in with some fresh ideas. So he, he's excited at, at the roster he's looking at. Um, and I... I yeah, think this is a pretty uh, good signing. Yeah, it's uh, you know we'll see how it pans out.
1: Um, I I just thought uh, it was kind of interesting that the Red Wings are again kind of going to a well of you know somebody who's coached um, you know in the minors um, you know much like Jeff and now Alex. Um, so as far as the Red Wings kind of you know being focused on you know having such a young, uh, youthful roster. Um, having these minds who are supposed to be good at, you know, uh, watering the, the, the young stem into the tree, you know. I, I guess this still kind of follows in that that thesis there, um, you, you know, know as what? opposed to somebody who's kind of more oriented towards, um, you know, managing, you know, veteran personalities and, you know, uh, dick measuring contests. These, this is, these are going to be guys who just put a strategy together for younger guys. So I do like that.
0: I, I'll finish off uh, with this. is uh, This actually works with your point. Is A lot of guys keep saying, or uh, I shouldn't say a lot of guys. We had our own free agents that came in this year, like uh, Bobby Ryan and Thomas Grice, who made the comment, I'm here because of what Steve Eizerman told me. And I think a lot of that goes back to his playing days and that these guys are talking player to player. So now they're talking to Alex Tungay who's five years removed from his playing days. Uh, so I, I think a lot of that is going to come into play and, and, uh, Alex brought that up himself. Uh, it's not just about saying like, I am your coach and this is what you're going to do, but he, he comes along with a pedigree of being able to do it himself. So I, I kind of like that aspect of it. I, I think, uh, Mike, there's probably more to that than we'll even give credit to. Um, there, that's that's what Steve Eiserman's doing to bring guys in here. Got to imagine he's going to do it to to get buy-in, uh, for these these young kids. Especially if we think there's going to be a lot of turnover, and uh, a lot of the names are going to be different. And hopefully, a lot of the names are going to be younger. So, bringing Alex Stonegate, maybe maybe a cool cat that they uh, respected while they were watching TV when they were a little bit younger, right? That doesn't hurt either. Um, all right, <laughs> moving on to some sad uh- news. Uh, we, we bring in an angel X Alex, Alex Tungay and another angel leaves us. Um, my Keith Petruzzelli, w- regardless if it's him not signing a Red Wings contract or the Red Wings not offering him uh, a new contract. Uh, what we know is that he will not be signing a contract <laughs> with the Red Wings. Uh, I, uh, I made the joke on, uh, on the old Twitter, all those wasted Instagram DMS of Trying to get him to join the show. Uh, Unfortunately, um, won't make a lick of difference now, but he's available. uh, So we could actually have him. There won't be any uh, issues contract-wise with the Red Wings and uh, him joining our podcast, but it won't mean a thing because he's not going to be signed on contract. Um, He's a 22-year-old goalie prospect. Uh, Fantastic season with uh, Quinnipiac in uh, the NCAA. 926 save percentage this year, Mike. This comes, let me let me see if I can uh read this off real quick. Um, because this this is like this is when you're looking at a prospect, this is what you want to see is growth, uh m- maturity, and, and he's really just getting better. Um, I mean, some of that comes with he's you know, he's in the NCAA, so when he gets into his fourth season, he's also playing freshmen who haven't seen any NCAA hockey, but let's go through the numbers. Mike 2017-18, 892 save percentage next season jumps up to 904, next season jumps up to 920, very respectable, and then like i mentioned this past season 926. So he incrementally got better with the save percentage, clearly was learning, and uh i i thought was making his moves to be our top goaltender prospect. 6 foot 5, uh sorry sure he's he's a little light at around uh, 170 i think off the top of my head. But I mean, a 926 save percentage in the NCAA, clearly showing growth like we just mentioned in his uh, save percentage statistics. And then, um, shoot, I mean, it's a tough season for the NCAA. They they, they didn't know when they were going to start playing and he still came in and had a hell of a year. So, I mean, left and right in the NCAA, we're seeing cats that are, are not playing up to, I don't know, uh, if we just want to say up to the standard that you'd expect and... Keith just made it look easy this year, but uh, now now he's gonna be outside of the Red Wings prospect pool.
1: Yeah, it looked like he uh he wasn't just doing, you know, like you talk about year by year, he's improving and uh his, you know, statistically all his numbers are just getting better and better and better. <laughs> um and it looked like he's actually up not just for the best goalie in college hockey, he's up for the best player in college hockey. Yeah. Um, Not necessarily winning the award, but, you know, uh, just to be kind of nominated for something like that. I think it's Hobie Baker, uh, the Hobie Baker Award. Um, And it's tough. There's still not a lot of uh, literature on this yet because we're still kind of waiting for this story to come out a little bit more. Um, But it it looks like he wants to go uh, test the waters. Uh, So come August, that's kind of of a huge bummer because it looked like, uh, you know, we were looking for a... 6 foot 5 goalie prospect. With <laughs> um, you know, with uh, some numbers that would, you know, inspire you and, and think we're going to be, you know, okay in the future going forward. So, if this is if this holds sway and it didn't there wasn't really any notes about, you know, him wanting more money or a change of scenery or if he wants another year in college or Europe or whatever the hell he wants to do, it's still kind of up in the air. We'll probably have to have updates, you know, in the coming week or so. I think he um, can
0: do another year. Of college because eligibility? Of, because of COVID. Okay. I think that might be the rule, but he is, I mean, he is in his fourth year. Uh, Mike, the point of the Hobie Baker is a fantastic point. Can you imagine getting a finalist for that award? Granted, there's like a thousand finalists, but one of them. <laughs> and <laughs> and their Red Wings were like, eh. Now, to that point, I brought that up because when we spoke to Ryan Lambert from uh, Puck Soup Podcast, I tried to get him to hype me up on Keith petrozelli and uh, you guys can go back and listen to that interview. Uh, I did slice it out on our YouTube page, so it's just Red Wing rant conversations. Uh, and it goes to the Ryan Lambert conversation. Uh, he said, like, the problem with Petrozelli, and you see the growth, goes back to the fact that he is playing freshman now in the fourth year. Also, goalies that find success in the NHL don't have that that freshman slump. Don't have you know issues in in the sophomore year. Freshman, sophomore year, junior, senior. They are killing it. Um, so he brought up the names. I'm, I'm not going to be able to rat off, uh, rattle them off right now. Um, oh, how about an easy one? Ryan Miller. There we go. From uh, Michigan State. Um, yeah. Like, those those are the names where they just crushed it start to finish. And um, that was his bugaboo with Keith. was His argument was you see this a lot of these kids getting better as they get older. And... That's the long and short of it is that he's not, he didn't make enough of a difference uh, for the Red Wings, apparently at this point uh, for us to give him a real, real shot. But um, you know, I think he was on everybody's mind uh, at the end of the NCAA season of like, wow, okay, maybe we have a goaltender prospect, but um, yeah, here we are. Uh, he's yeah. gone and I uh, mean, we're all going to be. Yeah. We're still waiting for word from, uh, you know, the brass
1: Um, uh, you know, Stevie Y to kind of comment on that a little bit. Uh, but you know we love nothing more than to uh, read some tea leaves on this program, Matt. <laughs> so with uh, two first round picks, it's starting to get likelier and likelier that Red Wings are going to be gunning for either Wallstedt or Kosa. Uh, Kosa, my beloved six foot five monster. Um, uh, I, you know, I, this kind of feeds into it. We don't know if the Red Wings maybe said something. If it was, you know, exclusively. Um, Uh, just Keith saying, nah, I'm good. Or if the Red Wings also kind of said.
0: Right. I I think that's probably the best point too, to, to keep, uh, I don't know. I was going to say harping, but just to continue to bring up is we don't really know what the story is here. And this was, this was all reported through Twitter of just saying, you know, starting to hear, you know, like that, um, we don't have any real confirmed information here, but you know, somebody heard something, but, um, I, I do like your point of, is it, if it was the Red Wings, uh, did this just put it in stone that uh going to be pick six? <laughs> um, Could be. I, I think um, a good a qual- quality uh, draft prospect uh, rating system to, to check out. We've brought up before is Dauber prospects. It's Tony Ferrari. Uh, you'll see him jump around on uh, on the other uh, podcasts uh, from time to time. Guy works hard. I, I see him on a new podcast every week. Uh, but I, I did I did want to bring up his take because uh, I thought he was speaking directly to me. Uh, but here here's his take on Jesper Volstat. Uh, you say drafting a goalie this high is a dumb move. And by the way, this is his number three guy uh, on his list. You think it's a dumb move? I say you're a coward and need to grow a backbone. I, I was thinking maybe a pair. If he had said that, it would have been better. Uh, yeah. As possibly the only true franchise-altering talent in the class, uh, if Wallstead isn't at least in the conversation for a teams at the top of the draft, they're doing themselves a disservice. So any team, basically, that isn't considering this in the top 10 is making a huge mistake. Um, he's one of the most technically sound goaltenders in years. Walstead has the incredible ability to put his athleticism on the back burner with, uh, with save after save, look making it look easy because of his elite puck tracking and positional play. And that's not to say that he is unathletic, as some have suggested, because he has made numerous stellar saves from a position of desperation this season, showcasing his body explosion, as well as his flexibility. I'll say it again. Walstead isn't in the conversation for teams at the top. It's a mistake. Now I just realized, Mike, Tony needs a better editor because this is littered with uh, spelling errors, <laughs> typos, top to bottom. Mike, this is what I'm telling everybody right now is a top prospect rating system uh, or a uh, place to get your your prospect information. But goddamn, Tony. Um, gotta, somebody's got to read through these. <laughs> Just released it this morning. Um, we do have some comments here. Um Petruzzelli can stay one more year in college. Thanks, Eric. Um, and Detroit still retains rights, uh, Eiserman said, in the presser. So, uh, I, I, Eric, if you could cr- let, let me know, are you talking about the presser from, this was, couple, this was a couple weeks ago, or did he make an announcement today with the Alex Tungay signing uh, to say that Petruzzelli was sticking around? And then um, Nicholas uh, Bauer, uh, Bauer, I don't know if I should say your whole name. Yeah, you're on YouTube. You put it on there. Uh <laughs> who should Detroit pick in the twenties? No one has talked about that pick. So what's funny is our last episode we we touched on COSA, uh, but all of our comments on YouTube where it's not gonna happen. is going way earlier than that. Um, you guys are kidding yourselves if you think you can hold on to that. I I mean if we look at um this dauber prospect ranking again from Tony Ferrari, I I highly respected uh, prospect uh, ranking I don't know system would, would you, would, just a website do I just call it a website uh he's got cosa at number technical 20. term website because <laughs> it's not a system it's just a guy's head and he's got a bunch of people writing with him um oh Eric uh, did through a throw in there a couple of weeks ago I I the the thing about Petrozelli today Eric, was that there was a uh, mention on Twitter. Uh, going around with uh, Detroit's uh, media types that uh, Petrozelli is not getting a contract offer from the Red Wings or Petrozelli was offered one. He did not sign it. Regardless, it looks like he's moving on from the Red Wings was uh, the report earlier, but thanks for uh, throwing that out there, Eric. Um, so that's uh, to go back to Nick's question. Uh, stick with uh, Co- the COSA conversation. If you think he can fall that far, we're super high on him. Um, Mike, I think you said six foot five earlier. Uh, Tony yeah. Ferrari has him listed at six foot six. So he grew an inch from the last time Tony last put out a draft ranking. I <laughs> so, yeah, I remember, isn't uh, uh, Wattstedt,
1: isn't he six two? Uh, six foot three. Uh, uh, three. Yes, yeah. for I don't know why I keep uh, shrinking these guys, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's, uh, it's all you're, madness.
0: You're a, fan, you're a fan of pro wrestling, so you, you know the the heights are be, all over the place. Should be overdoing
1: it. Yeah, six foot <laughs> six, four hundred pounds. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's so much uh, talk about it being madness to draft a goalie, but then both of these you know guys are predicted you know to go higher and higher and higher now. Uh, you know, one before the Red Wings pick at six, Kosa potentially before we pick again at twenty. Um, I, I don't know. It's this draft is going to be all over the map. I I wouldn't be surprised if uh, we miss out on both goalies. Um, and then it's just going to be, you know, whether Iserman is confident that those guys are going to be there and starts throwing out all those bonus picks that we got laying around to try and snag one of those guys. I don't know. It's uh, – I don't I know that's what I would ideally like. Defenseman at six, at 20. My boy Kosa still there. But, you know, we need a lot of dominoes to fall in our favor. So –
0: well, it's—I mean, it's same the same argument uh, where I I would not have picked Volstat from the from the get go, and it's my my I, I don't like goalies in the top ten, and, and people have been throwing out Vasilevsky and Carey Price playing each other, but don't forget Vasilevsky late in the first round, Carey Price, of course, highly touted, goes first, but um, I just. <sighs> that seems so hard to hit on. And I, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I, am still having, I'm still having trouble latching onto it, even though it looks like uh, an inevitability, but then you play the, the, you know, going into the twenties game. And if, uh, and here's Nick, he says, if, if Kosa is picked, uh, he, he wants Jacob, but yeah, to continue the Kosa conversation, if he's there, I, I like it. Especially if right now we're making decisions to drop, who I would have thought would be our top goaltender prospect. Um, Now Chaco, what's funny is, is everything I've seen, I I thought he might be going earlier, but um, I'm, I'm all about it. I, I like, I, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers because Chaz Lucius has been all over the place. uh, But I think recently he's really jumped up into like the top 15. And that's sort of a bummer because when I was doing my, my early mock drafts, that's who I was picking. Um, Scott Morrow is another one where at least if he's, he's a right side defenseman and the, the wings are littered with them. Uh, I, I still like the idea though, that he gets comparisons to Kale McCarr, uh, Scott, Scott Morrow out of, uh, Shawtuck six foot, two hundred ninety eight pounds. Uh, like I said, the right side defenseman, that's something to me that it feels like I just keep looking at guys. I'm, I'm hoping are going to slip down to us. Um, I don't know. You know
1: I Chica's right. not a bad one either because he's another one of those guys when you go through, uh, you know, they'll do uh, um, combine all the rankings, you know, all the different sources, elite prospects. You know, that's one of our favorites. Then you will just be flying all over, like, you know, people at <laughs> TSN, um, NHL Central Scouting. He, he's all over the map. Like some spots have him at 77. Um, for European skaters, he's all the way up to, like, number five. Um, this, you know, it, it makes me think of that, uh, um, that zoom meeting we saw with Iserman where he was laughing. Uh, who was our, at, uh, at our boy's expense,
0: who was that? Oh, um, Con uh i, can't, oh, I almost called him tony Khan. yeah yeah, Khan. <laughs> yeah about
1: trying to predict this draft because of the way these guys just kind of like yo-yo right. all the way from like top five all the way down to you know maybe a third rounder so this this is going to be one of the another one of those ultimate tests to see um and judge you know Iserman's eyeball for finding
0: talent um, Wait, nick you know who i took uh recently was uh carson lambos but you could probably make the argument at this point because of what Mike's saying. And, uh, especially with COVID running into being able to like observe these guys injuries getting in the way injuries that maybe wouldn't have happened if it weren't for the, the crazy schedule because of COVID. But now lambos I mean, he could fall to the second round. We could line him up. No problem. And then we've got a, another solid defensive prospect in the early in the second, two years in a row with Volander and then Lambo's. um, I the best way to describe Carson Lambos, Mike, is that he's uh, he he did well in the video game. So he was <laughs> such a highly <laughs> touted prospect that uh, NHL 21 uh, decided to make sure that he was around for 15 years and got ranked into like the or he, he ended up with like a 90 overall. Um, yeah, Eric Johnson uh, back. He, he's thrown in there, coast at at uh, at 22 for elite prospects. Um is that the consolidated ranking there Eric or is that just the elite prospects uh top top to bottom ranking um throw that in there cuz i that, that that's um that would be that would be nice to know at least for the sake of hoping we we can luck in luck in Nikosa that uh, there's a couple of top minds at least putting them at at 22 and uh maybe we just our fingers. It does that feel the one consensus is that the Red
1: Wings are going in one of two directions because um, it seems like there's a lot of defensive prospects that are like, you know, six six one and bigger. Yeah. Um, or goalies with size. I, I don't see a lot of forwards really, you know, dazzling at this point. So at it, it least it kind of feels like we have an idea they're going, you know, defense, which. Stinks because it kind of felt like the Red Wings had a little bit of a system Thanks, uh, this season to just kind of you know turtle and prevent scoring opportunities. So we're we're still not addressing that issue with getting goals. Um, but maybe that's just maybe there's just not much you can do in this draft to address that. And maybe that's where we move into the next part of the show where Matt had a few free agent ideas. Oh, a now, few. Uh, uh- High in the sky free agent ideas, but right.
0: you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought options. it would they're out there. They're Here, technically here's, available. Here's the rule. Uh we're building a winner through free agency. So basically what we're saying is uh we're going against what everybody else says. Um and you know, can can you just build through free agency? No, you need to build through draft. Iceman, of course, built the lightning through a lot of fantastic trades and the draft. Um so here's, here's, here's my rules. Uh, I've got to make sure I follow the RFA rules. Uh, I can add some draft picks, uh, but the Red Wings were granted early access to every pending free agent. So teams can't even re-sign their own guys. I have access to everyone. So technically uh,
1: we, we tampered in this game without any tampering penalties. Got it.
0: I, I love those two. Great, great segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So we're allowed to tamper, um, I, and I'll, I'll I'll start here. There, there's probably more guys from the Red Wings I could have re-signed. But um, just to get the easy ones out of the way, Bernier and Grice are, are returning. I, I, I If I'm the guy who's going to sit here and go, I'm not going to draft Wallstead at six. Um, my official statement is I'm not going to be bummed about it at all. But I think I would just go in a different direction. If that's my comment, then of course I'm fine with Bernier sticking a net. So line it up. All right. So, <laughs> hey, we saw the stats out there. He's great against a breakaway.
1: <laughs> I don't even well, know why we play this. defense. You know, let's put the theory to the test. More
0: breakaways right. against Bernier. Let's see what you got. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this up in a second so everybody can take a peek uh, at uh, what I have built. But uh, before before we get into that, and I, just the sort of um, just to set this up. This is this is a team that Jay Fresh's uh, roster builder has us at 104 points next season for 82 games. Oh, oh. yeah! I thought we Can were playing uh,
1: 164 it? games. So, okay. <laughs> this is a regulation season. Yes, we're gonna is, we're not playing, exactly. Yeah, we're going to get 104. We're not playing extra games. Um. All right. Gosh. We're not <laughs> so combining we uh, up, preseason.
0: Okay, go ahead. Let's, let's go with the biggest acquisitions here. Uh, to start, we're losing four first round picks, Mike, because – we're going to go and get Elias Petterson. Rollin. Pettersson is a Detroit Red Wing. We're going to give him the max contract. We, we've we got our top line center, Mike. Um, and before I line up, you know, who he's with, we'll go, we'll go through some other acquisitions here and who else is going to get the, the call up. Uh, yeah. I'm putting Lucas Raymond in the lineup. We're doing it. It's good to go. Line it up. Uh, also, I should probably mention Jacob Verana is getting his contract. Uh, so that's, that's good to go. Um, all right, so we're we're going to bounce to uh, – or I don't need to say which line we're bouncing to. Uh, I'm also bringing in Mike from Tampa Bay Lightning, Blake Coleman, coming in. Yeah. Uh, so we're bringing in uh, – here's here's the second guy I'm going to bring up that is in the Stanley Cup Finals. Mike, we love him to death. Philip Deneau, coming in to <laughs> the Detroit Red Wings. You Blake say Coleman. yes, I say Deneau. Bring him <laughs> aboard. <laughs>
1: Come in, man.
0: All right, we're going to keep rolling here. These are the other free agent acquisitions we're making. Dougie Hamilton coming in. Again, we've got the cap space. Line it up. Alec Martinez coming over. And to finish it off from the successful season from a a struggling team from the New New Jersey Devils, um, you know, found a way to to find success. Uh, Ryan Murray coming in. All right. So here's what we want to do. I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna share this in a second here, so you guys can see how I'm putting this lineup together. And what I'd love to get is some comments on how you guys would have built your roster uh, if you go by my rules. Again, you can throw in some draft picks. I I just don't know if there's anybody in there right now that I think changes this team that much. Uh, but you can you have access to every player before free agency starts. You got to follow the RFA rules, uh, but try and build me a champion. Uh, so let's let me show you after I uh, let you know who I did sign let's, here. Let's pull it up here, Matt. Can <laughs> you also pull up uh,
1: where's where's my cap friendly here to see uh, first round picks we'll have for the next five years? Uh, we're gonna have <laughs> two this year, and then uh, looks like zero for the four years after that. Uh, <laughs> this now better pan out. You see this? Uh, this... Yeah, yeah. If you kind of let me maximize here, yeah, you can kind of read it. Okay. <laughs> Good.
0: Work so that first it. line, Mike, uh, we're going to have the checkmates sticking together. Uh, you've got Philip Sedina, Jakob Verana, centered by Elias Patterson. That's right. Second line, Mike, here we go. We're, we're going with all, all all draft picks. Tyler Bertuzzi, Dylan Larkin, and Lucas Raymond getting a shot. Um, third line, Mike, this is my favorite line that I built, <laughs> Blake Coleman, Philip Deneau, and Jonathan Berggren, who's also getting his shot in the lineup. Um, Now Berggren has played center, but most recently uh, over in the SHL, he's a right winger. So I thought this would be the best way to bring in probably the best strictly defensive forward um, and bring a little bit of offense and some uh, uh, skill from Berggren. But then also we're just getting a lot of stability from Blake Coleman. So I, I love this third line so goddamn much. Uh, and then my fourth line is pretty much just filling out like shitty red wing team favorites. Um, so I'm not saying mm. these guys are shitty. I'm just saying they look so much better when we're shitty. So that would be Adam Ernie on the left wing. Joe Valeno. distinction. Yeah. <laughs> right. Joe Valeno centering this line and Robbie Fabry uh, leaving the center position, going back to wing. Um, I, You know, this, uh, this fourth line, I, I almost love as much as the third line. Uh, but it's it's our defensive cores, Mike, uh, that, that are really, whew, really getting me excited. Um, Mike, this first defensive pairing, I don't know how it could go any other way. Dougie <laughs> Hamilton, Moritz Sider. <laughs> Line it up. Um, of course, Dougie coming in with a high price, just like uh, Patterson is going to have to. Probably just like Philip Deneau and Blake Coleman are going to have to, too. <laughs> but we can make it work. All right. Uh, Alec Martinez, Philip Peronick are uh, my second D pairing, and then like I mentioned, Ryan Murray coming over, um, playing with Trey Stetcher. Uh, so I, I really am crossing my fingers that that Troy isn't getting uh, picked up in the uh, expansion draft, which I think there's very high likelihood. Um, also, a pretty high guy. likelihood is just Vetchnikov. But uh, there you have it, Mike. Like I mentioned, I'm sticking with Bernie and Grace uh, as Jay Fresh's roster builder uh, points out not going to do us any favors, but <laughs> it's got us projected at 104 points. Now the asterisk with that um, is that th- this does not include like any points we're getting from Lucas Raven's ability to play uh, Bergeron or Joe Valeno, because there isn't anything in, or more exciter because there isn't anything in Jay Fresh's system that can project what a rookie would be able to bring to the team. Um, so, you can make the argument like hundred four points could be higher, but uh, we reached that hundred point threshold, and um, goddamn, this is this is a sexy lineup. I, I got to say,
1: Matt has mortgaged the future for Peterson for hundred and four points next year. <laughs> um <For> 100- <laughs> <for 104 laughs> points. Um, if oh man, you've really got to be, like, in love with this team. So Matt basically said we're going to get the best, arguably the best forward and defenseman on the market. Uh, We're bringing them both in. Uh, Matt, if you had to pick one, and I'm not saying which player is better because it's, you know, it's Pedersen at this point. Which one would you add to the Red Wings knowing – you know, what, the what type of mortgage, what kind of mortgage you got to give up for, for Patterson? Um, you got to hope that Eisenman has already nailed all his drafts. And then we're not going to get a first round pick for a little while, um, or at least not a Red Wing one. Um, which one of those two would you say is a better investment? Oh,
0: I'm, uh, Patterson and who? Oh, and Dougie. Oof. Um, Patterson's honestly, even with all the first round picks, like that's what you're hoping to land in our next four first round picks is someone with the skill of Patterson. So that's, that's the argument to be made. And you also like to hope that the Red Wings continue to get better. So those first round picks mean less and less. The real loss though, with all those first round picks is we see like Tampa Bay, Thrown out first round picks year after year to build their team up at the trade deadline. Um, how many opportunities are you losing going forward? Especially now that we're saying we're a playoff team uh, to to improve this lineup. Uh, you're, you're you there's there's four right there <laughs> that are gone. So there's there's a lot you lose with that, and not just being able to draft someone in the first round. But I, Dougie Hamilton is going to be an amazing pickup. Um, you know, I, every every single beat writer has their latest rumors. My team is going to pick up Dougie Hamilton. So I, I really don't know where he's going to go at this point. Um, I just, I doesn't, it doesn't make sense right now for the Red Wings. So um, I'm not saying he's old, but you get a 22-year-old Elias Pettersson. So that's, that's where the deal is at. Um, it's, uh, the Patterson negotiations are going to be really interesting. Um,
1: just because, uh, Vancouver's cap situation is not super ideal. Yeah. Um, you know, they're going to be bumping against it and, you know, Patterson and Hughes are (laughs) both, um, you know, looking to get new deals. Um, I, that would be like for the rest of the NHL, that would be the only way for them to kind of luckily these guys are both in the same year. Like the the Canucks are kind of screwed. Right. Um, you know, as far as, you know, offering long-term deals to both those guys. So that's where somebody could kind of swoop in and knowing that those guys both hired like new uh, power agents, um, you know, JP Barry, uh, Pat Brisson, um, they're, they're really gunning for big money. It, it, you know, there's some stories that maybe they're going to, you know, be a little bit more patient and wait for the, the cap to kind of, um, you know, bloom up a little bit after, um, you know, we've kind of uh, gotten a little bit past the pandemic here. Um, right. and for the um, revenue to start coming in from the new TV deals, all that, all that good stuff. Um, but uh, signing, signing those... The new agent for Pedersen this this year makes me think that he's kind of rubbing his hands together, and I I don't I don't think he's going to be given any discounts. Uh, it definitely <laughs> looks like he's going to be asking for a lot, and uh, the Red Wings, especially if they're going to swoop in, and knowing Vancouver is like at all costs we have to try and at least keep you know probably Pedersen. Uh, the Red Wings are going to probably be spending not a not a you know dollar fifty to the dollar, probably a dollar seventy five, two dollars to the dollar. Maybe not that much, but whew, knowing I mean, he's already going to be asking for a big number, you're going right. to have to really, you know, put your Red Wing dick down on
0: the table. <laughs> Slap your eyes plan on the table. Um, North Moto nailed it. I mean, the, he says there's no way Vancouver doesn't qualify him. Um, that I mean, that's where it comes into play. It's like, right. Have, have to right. be that, that pie-in-the-sky offer
1: from the Red Wings, who have right. the cap space to do it. And you get all those picks. I mean... Vancouver, are they really going to say we're going to let this, we're going to keep this guy on the payroll for what, 12, 13 million and say no to four Red Wing first round picks? Woo, it's a lot to think about. So, I mean, the offer sheet makes a lot of sense. He's an established guy. We know he's going to score, but man,
0: that's a, that's a lot to turn down. Here we go. New t shirt, Mike. Red Wing dick. Um, <laughs> now, North Moto, when you picture that, is that you the You picture Red the balls logo? with winged wheels on them? Yeah. I, I, need, I need a better picture than that because that could be the Red Wing logo with the big old schwanz. Um There's a lot of ways to go, uh, I think, with the Red Wing dick. Um, I don't know. It could be like a Richard Nixon kind of play there and put a, a Red Wing shirt on him. There's
1: a dick. That's when you got like a lot of foreskin, you know. I got Red Wing dick, you know. <laughs> It's flapping around, you know, I had to get it taken care of this week. So
0: now, uh, one, one quick, uh, Oh, Eric, let let us know. Lightning are up one to nothing. There we go. See, I was right. You don't take Jesper Volstadt in the top 10 because now Carrie Price gave up a goal. I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right. Um, one, one quick, uh, I'll say an amendment. Everybody while I was going, uh, was saying is is going to be sticking in Grand Rapids. Um, I think the sexier pick is to put Bergeron in, in that lineup, but still going to have an uh in the lineup. So if uh, if if everything goes along with the Svechnikov expansion draft pick, then that means we still have an Amistikov. So I'm happy putting him on that fourth line um, and maybe moving some guys around. But that's um, – I think there's still enough, en- enough there to make this still doable with everybody who's still in the lineup. Um, I probably <sighs> – probably should have made some space for richard panic too i guess we'll have to figure out what's going on there because that that means i left off two contracts that are on the <laughs> books <laughs> to fill out that roster but mike we said we were gonna keep it short and here we are uh minute 47 no, so uh, you you gotta run everybody thank you so much for tuning in uh everybody that tuned in on twitch too for our first red wing rant show i thank you for tuning in um and Special uh, thanks to North Moto with the Red Wing Dick shirt. Oh I my can't god! Wait to yeah. Get those printed. Tell you what, North Moto, uh, send us uh, an email. What is it? Uh, admin at um, bodpodcast uh, I'll, I'll just make a t shirt and we'll figure out a way to get you. A, a, I <laughs> I almost said an Iserman Dick, a uh, Red Wing Dick <laughs> t shirt. Wow! All right, I didn't um, know he opened up an OnlyFans. I, yeah, I thought we're, things were going well over there. This is the end of our relationship with YouTube. Okay, um, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we will uh, we'll be back on uh, Monday morning. All right, tune in.